0: man. V, how you doing today? V, what's good?
1: I'm doing well, man. I'm, I mean, it's it was rainy and then it's sunny and now it's right. back it's like gray. I hope, I hope it, I wanted it to be rainy all day. You know what I mean? Because it's been so hot and so sunny for the last like three days that, that I was like, just give us a little rain.
0: Hey man, more rain means more viewers for us too. And you know what? The last one last night, the NBA is back. All is good in the world. We're slowly getting back, guys, but still, stay stay safe out there because coronavirus is still a thing. Last time I checked. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, this is the humblest. Thank you for joining us on your Sunday afternoon, giving us some time. We have a packed episode today. So uh, okay. today, so packed. So we're just going to jump right into it. Today we're going to be talking about. Women who empower. We also have a very special guest, BC's here with us, and we got some details about a contest and future contests coming up that we're going to be talking about later on at the end of the show. Amazing! Uh, Amazing. The women who empower, man, that's such a vague, giant thing. Where do we go with this? How do we even? Begin? Are we even in a position to talk about this sort of stuff?
1: That's that's what I was going to say, man. Is like we're not obviously we are males. So we're we're coming (laughs) from a male perspective, but at the same time, we're so thankful to have amazing women in our community um, who are impacting and inspiring other women. We've been following some of the stories. That's why we're bringing in a few uh, guests like Abithi. That's why we have uh, Jody on board to to really give, you know, what, what it is like to be a woman in the industry. And, I think, it, yeah, it's it's just, we want we want to put that disclaimer out that, you know, this is coming from male perspectives and we encourage everyone who's well, I think it, to think get we, involved. In, and, you know, if you're a female, if you're male, just chime in.
0: Yeah. I think we're on the the age of education right now. Like we're all learning a little bit more with the social justice movements and reforms the Me Too movements and just educating ourselves with the virus out there. Like we are in an era of enlightenment right now. So we're trying to do our part here and shine a little bit of love uh, and uh, have an episode focused around uh, some of the ladies in the industry because they are massive contributors. Uh, so we could, we, could, we could go anywhere with this. I mean, there's a whole lot of artists that we can talk about. From I know Taylor Swift was a big one, uh, Rihanna, uh, Lizzo is another one, Lady Gaga. Who else do you got to be on your list?
1: Oh, I got tons, man. Uh, Alicia Keys and, and the, the work she's done with um, AIDS and, and supporting families and, and specifically women. Um, who have AIDS in, you know, multi, like all across the world. So shout outs to her and then Aretha Franklin. Okay, got a you know, the Queen oh, of Soul yeah. and yeah. those anthems like R-E-S-P-E-C-T. and you yeah. make me feel right like you can't forget about her and the, all the work she's done with the civil rights movement. And let's not let's not forget about um if we're talking about the the queen of art and pop, like Kate Bush and how she paved the way for women in pop music in the 80s and maybe we'll, we'll talk about her a little bit more in, in in a future episode like we got the 80s episode so we got her and then you, you mentioned Taylor Swift and you know she was the woman of the decade last year from Billboard and how she just stands up to the to people in um, business and music executives and just comes from this like non-egoic attitude and and just really really down to earth and and all the you know change she's done so yeah you I mean, can go,
0: yeah you can go anywhere there's one that just came to me as we're talking right now nancy sinatra with her uh boots are made for walking you know that was an anthem too right that was one of the first ever really empowering songs for women that i can remember in my you know in my life where right. it, it really felt like hey taking ownership of yourself and and say this this is what i'm gonna do these boots are made for walking
1: right and um, janice joplin first female rock star. But um, before we go on, Dante, let's 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 shout out the group, right? Because sure. yeah. uh, we we have a like we said, pack show. We want to really make sure we get the female perspective on this. But we can't we can't go on without shouting out the uh, the the group and giving some love. So Kevin he mentioned Yvette Young who is a local artist and he had the the um, luxury of playing a show with her at Sneaky D's. So oh, nice. thanks Kevin yeah and Bones. Was uh, shouting out Mimona. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but Mimona um, Yusuf, and she's done work with uh, the Roots and done work on um, stuff with Common, and she's been part of the Tiny Death uh, Desk series, and she's just a wow. powerful voice. Yeah, so check her out. Uh, Karen shouted out the Dixie Chicks, and interesting story about the Dixie Absolutely. Chicks. They they dropped the Dixie from from their name because oh. of. Them everything that's been going on with uh, social justices and Dixie is the area in the South of the state. So, um, specifically they're just the chicks. Just the chicks. There you go. So because that had ties with the Confederate, um, region of the oh. States. Yeah. Very interesting. I not know Ed, that. Yeah. Ed, well, there you go. And, um, Ed shout outs for, uh, had a shout out for Sarah James Furlong. It seems like a, an artist in the industry as well. And Paul, um, he was the one who gave me the idea for, um, my, my, uh, person that I'm relating to a bit and the person that I brought, uh, with Laura Jane, uh, Grace. So th- okay. shout out to everyone in the group. Thank you for bringing, yeah. you know, the comments and, and everything that you have. It's really appreciated. And I think. I think it's uh, we're good to move on. What do you say? Yeah,
0: no, it's good. That, that's great engagement. We'd love to see it, and we'd love to see more of it. And, guys, please keep the, the comments coming there. So, yeah, there's a couple people that we want to just shed a little light on. I mean, we all know these big names that we just rattled off here. We all know these people. We hear them all the time in the news. So we're just giving some, some light to some other people that maybe not get so much shine. So the artist that I want to focus on is someone named Mary Lambert. Okay. Mary Lambert, uh, I don't know if you've heard of her before. I mentioned the TV, but she actually wrote the book. Uh, for the same love song uh, from Macklemore and uh, Ryan Lewis. Uh, it was a Grammy-nominated track for her, and it really put her on the map. Um, so that's where I, I kind of got my inspiration. She's very positive uh, in the LGBTQ community, as well as her own body-positive image. Uh, she's got a song called uh, She Keeps Me Warm, and this is sort of the complimentary song to Same Love. By MacLemore, whereas "Same Love" is sort of the perspective of the male relationship. This is the perspective of a female relationship.
1: Is is it like uh, kind of like Eminem and Dido had that track? Is it like oh. she she um, MacLemore took
0: from the hook of that? Is that right? Uh, I think so. I, uh, although I think the "Same Love" came first. She definitely said that there's elements of that song that that they're they're related, hundred percent. So that's a good connection there, D. Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, but she came, she grew up in a Pentecostal Christian church. She taught herself how to play guitar. She taught herself how to play piano. And she had to get over all this sort of additional negative energy with respect to uh, drug and alcohol abuse, molestation, objectification, even going so far as suicide attempts. This girl's been through the ringer. Wow. But to see her now and to see how positive she is now, to see how supportive she is in the, her community, when she does a concert... This is a place to be vulnerable, a place to cry, a place to be loved, and a place to feel accepted. And just when I was reading up on her, I just got the the overwhelming sense of comfort and that this girl is just here to make everything feel all right and share her own story. So she blew me away. I strongly suggest you guys to check her out, Mary Lambert. She's just getting started, this girl, you know, and I feel like she's going to make some more noise.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great find. And I I remember those songs and I think uh, they performed together at the Grammys. That's right. Yeah. And and that was a pretty powerful performance. And I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's great that, um, you know, she's bringing light to the, to the, um, to the movement. And I, I think we'll definitely keep a, uh, an eye on her.
0: Almost definitely. Where'd you go with this?
1: Yeah. On, on my, my side, um, and I want to thank Paul again uh, from from the group. He actually was the one who brought Laura Jane Grace to my attention and to our attention.
0: Now let um, me let me just preface this. So, like compared to Mary Lambert, who's more of a poppy hip hop style, Laura Grace, uh, Laura Jane Grace, she's completely different style of music. Is that right?
1: Yeah, punk band uh, from Against Me, okay. and it's it's. I think that's where the whole empowered. Um, you know, sentiments and and the impact is so much is because she she transitioned from a male to a, a trans woman in 2012, um, 30 at the age of 31. So imagine you know going that long into your life. Um, she had what is called uh, gender dysphoria, which is where like there's a mismatch before between how you identify your gender and where you were assigned sexually. And she had that at birth, sorry. And she had that all throughout her life as a kid growing up. And, um, yeah, so, you know, again, similar, um, sentiments of, in the, the sense of like suicidal thoughts, just not understanding confusion. Right. And, um, as she transitioned, she decided to transition in the public eye, which is, so brave and so courageous with, um, especially being in a punk band and, you know, to the punk band's credit, to Against Me's credit, they were so supportive of her. They were so supportive of her even when, you know, her father wasn't like, they don't have like a great relationship, her and her, her father, mm-hmm. but the the band really supported her. And even though she wasn't, you know, and and she mentioned transitioning is a process. And even though she was wasn't fully along in her transition, she wanted to to make the statement and and you know be there for other people who are going through that. She was inspired by a, a transgendered uh, fan who who um came, you know shared something with her, and that's how she was able to transition. Really powerful. And I know in my own journey, I'm I'm not obviously not the same context but in terms of w- when your body's going through changes and you don't, don't know what's going on and, and you're dealing with that emotional side of things, that, that's what really gripped me about the story.
0: Interesting, so, um, so what, the transgender dysphoria, dysphoria blues, is that a song or is that a, the album? That's the album
1: that Against Me uh, put out, yeah. And okay. I guess obviously it's um, inspired by her journey.
0: Most definitely, she's putting it right out there. She's not making any bones about it, right?
1: So. No, and, and I think, you know, like I was, we were talking, you and I, about how it's such a niche topic. Like, I can relate to putting out niche music as well, right? So that's what really called to me. And, um, yeah, she she had a, a TV show, um, True Trans, that was nominated for an Emmy because, um, again, being very vulnerable in the public eye, you know, right. getting to to hear others' stories is just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And and I'm, you know, so touched by her story. And I definitely want to, to follow follow that. Do Do you have any other questions before we, we we shimmy along?
0: No, no, I think that that's great. So that's two people, guys, out there. So Larry, Laura Grace, Jane, Laura Jane Grace, and Mary yeah. Lambert. So check those guys out. They're new to us, and we learning about their stories ourselves. And we encourage you to do the same. Uh, because... Well, check those check those females out. Yeah, most, sorry, say check those guys out? Is that what I said? Yeah, you said check those guys out. Check, check, check those emails out, out. yeah. Um, but we do, we want to give this our next guest uh, as much time as possible. So that's where we're kind of rushing through our own um, song selections now. Usually we might go through a little bit more back and forth, but we want to make sure that we give Abisi our, our special guest today, enough time. Uh, so Abisi is very active in, commu- in our community. Um, she's got posts all of the time on social media, just promoting all different sorts of things. Um, and so just through my journey during doing this with V and being alongside him when he's going through his music, uh, that's where I met Aviti and just seeing her at similar events. Um, but V, you have a stronger relationship there. So can you give us a little bit of background on your relationship and how you met Aviti?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Every time we have like a
0: feature or a guest, it's always so
1: hard to remember. You
0: never remember. I how you know, I know, I know.
1: But I do remember this one. Um, Aviti I met at an open mic, I believe was Mac Open Mics, and she's going to have to correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Miss Saga Arts Council, shout out them. But, yeah, I met her and just a positive spirit, you know, like um, really engaged and really supportive of other artists, uh, which is hard to find in, um, excuse me, like in, you know, everyone in their own in, in their own silos and everyone's, you know, focused on their own work, but she's been so supportive of like the whole community. Oh, and
0: super supportive.
1: Yeah, and actually – um, we're flipping the script around here. Obviously you're with me on this side, but, um, she actually interviewed me, uh, for one of her, her right. talk shows. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see her on the, on the flip side of it, but I, I think, uh, yeah, so much to get through. So what do you say? Should we, should we, uh, should,
0: her we,
1: on. should we bring yeah. her on? Okay. Let's yeah. bring her on. And without further ado, here is Abiti. Ta-da. <laughs> hey.
0: Welcome. <laughs>
2: Thank you. And I'm so glad to be here. I love you guys. I mean, you've given me so much inspiration already talking about uh, Mary Lambert and uh, Laura Grace.
1: Laura Jane Grace. Yeah, yeah.
2: Laura Jane Grace. That's amazing. But thank you so much for having me. I love Humble and Hungry.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here for us and, and gracing us with your presence and joining us for this conversation today.
2: Thank you. And yeah, Vivek, you are right. We met at an open mic, but it was at the uh, Little Cafe, London Little Cafe.
1: Oh. Molly okay. and
2: Eric, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. okay.
1: The, the, the yeah. Brampton, in Brampton.
2: In Brampton, yes. Yeah. Okay,
1: good. See, I knew I was messing it up because... You were there's, very close, very close. There's like a circuit, like if the people people that don't know it, that are, are watching, it's like there's like circuits of open mics that we all like regularly hit, hit up and... Uh, Unfortunately, we can't do that now, but, um, you know, and there's Zaddy's open mic, and then there's the Mac open mic, and then the, the little Brampton. So, yeah, thank you for for uh, reminding me on that. That's artists, <laughs> supporting
2: you, artists.
0: You how, much do you how much do you miss performing live right now?
2: Quite a bit, actually, because uh, I love the audience interaction, and that happened even uh, uh, at the time we did the Humble and Hungry episode, uh, you know, in uh, support of human trafficking. Right. I, I just, I even changed my set, you know, based on how the audience interacts. And I've been doing a lot of virtual shows, but it's not exactly the same field. But hey, it's better than uh, you know nothing. And we, I guess, we have to still be careful about COVID nineteen. Yeah.
0: Most definitely, we still got to adjust and adapt. Uh, but uh, before we get into our questions, can you give us a little bit of background about different sorts of stuff that you do and uh, some of the causes that you support?
2: Yes, Uh, so I have two sides to me. I'm a physician uh, by day and an artist and all other times a multifaceted artist. Uh, So I do support a lot of different causes um, passively, but actively I've supported cause for human trafficking, like with the uh, event with Humble and Hungry. And I'm also a radio show host on Ruckus Avenue Radio. So we just did a concert supporting the same cause. Um, I have supported uh, cancer causes where I've contributed my time as an MC and a singer uh, with the Canadian Cancer Society. Oh. Uh, I also love to support sick kids because I think children are our future. And there's a lot of great research that's going in there. So I do support them on a regular basis. And one, a final one that I support actively is uh causes that help us towards self-empowerment i've been part of an indo-contemporary dance theater company called limitless productions and we do a lot of pieces on uh pieces on topics that are towards self-empowerment body image uh you know uh, depression mental health and so forth so these are some of the causes that i have been uh actively supporting
0: so, I mean, it sounds like you got a lot on your plate there. Um, how do you possibly balance all this and give everything its proper attention, I guess?
2: That's that's a good way to put it, like proper attention. in In what I do, I first of all kind of make a bucket list of okay. what I'm passionate about. And then it is about going to that planner. I'm still old fashioned, I do pen and paper. But I kind of make a bu- uh, prioritize my bucket list, like what do I do today versus what do I do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do have a short-term goal, maybe on a day-to-day basis and a long-term goal as well. But for doing things day-to-day to be able to tackle all the different things that I do, I do plan my day from when I wake up to when I go to bed. So I may not complete each task every single day, but it's baby steps towards a task that may be completed by the end of the week or by the end of the month.
0: Okay. And you think that you, you need that, right? Eh? You need that structure and organization to get through everything?
2: Uh, for me, I do need that because I uh, kind of tend to be a bit of a scatterbrain sometimes. So, you know, I'm multitasking. Uh, so uh, putting it down on paper visually works for me. I'm very much a visual person.
0: So, okay, I mean, part of the reason we also wanted to have you on this this episode, too, was to see if there's any tips and advice that we can give some other people that are in your position or in our position that can help them grow their own craft. And, you know, it seems like you're pretty adept at uh, managing your time and everything, and that's something that we're all sort of adjusting to. So this is a good idea. I mean, I agree that sometimes sometimes having something tangible in your hand written down helps more than just having it on the screen. Uh, when I take notes on my phone, I, I always end up writing it on my phone and then I write it later on a, on a Word document and I ended up emailing it to myself when really if I had like just a notepad dedicated right here on my desk and I know my notes should be, it would maybe help me with my own organizational skills. So that's, that's clever. Uh, so throughout this conversation, if there's any other sort of tips or little things that you've done that sort of helped refine your craft, please please share them with us. Uh-huh. Uh, well, wh-
2: one more thing is be around the right people, and I mean, I'm very grateful to humble and hungry. I've learned over time, if you're not w- with the right people, like you also kind of get lost with what your long term ev- vision is. So I have my goals have changed over time because I've learned over time, you know, what I don't want, so I can focus on what I do want. So right. it it helps to be around the right people to to guide you.
1: Well, As it goes both ways. Like we're we're you know, you're a pleasure to work with. So, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not hard for us to, to have a natural um, dialogue, a natural synergy. So yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. I have a question though. Um, seeing as, you know, you, you are a professional, what, what advice do you give to professionals that want to tap into their creative side a little bit more or just young artists in general?
2: Number one, do not be afraid to tackle it. That would be the number one thing. Like, go for it. And then you pro- uh, you will have to come up with a game plan for it. So, for example, let me give an example for myself. So I really wanted to be a vocalist for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, but I set myself up as a physician. I put that all behind me because growing up in a South Asian, uh, you know, family, it's all about, okay, you need to be a doctor, engineer, so-and-so, okay. and forget about all the arts. But... Uh, then I made a game plan. You know, I started this later on in life and I'm like, wait, if I need to get to where I uh, want to be professionally as a vocalist, I have to then make time for classes, connect you know, uh, very important to network with the right artists who inspire you, who can guide you, like I said, a mentor. Mm-hmm. So you, first thing is don't be afraid. I was initially very afraid, you know, what if, what if, you know, right. what if I don't make it, uh, uh-huh and so forth so doubting myself so let go of that fear if it is hard for you to do that on your own then reach out to that community you know the supportive the people who support you because they will give you the encouragement they'll give you construct a constructive you know uh, criticism so you can improve yourself right. they'll guide you to where you can take those classes, whether it be for vocals or wherever you can improve on your skills. So number one is do not be afraid to tackle it. Number two, come up with a game plan. And you have to work on that game plan every single day, even if it means like 10 or 15 minutes each day of your time, you need to make time for it. Because if you're passionate enough to go after it, you need to make time for it. You cannot just sit back and expect the universe to reciprocate if you're not putting that effort in.
1: Yeah, it's got to be energy. And I think also, um, sorry, Dante, like I'll just be quick with this. I was just going to say, changing your uh, perceptions of, of success and breaking it down a bit more, right? A lot of people who are professional, they're like, oh, I can't do that because I'll never be, I'll never reach that level, right? But maybe it's just, wetting your feet and maybe you don't need to be the, the greatest singer of all time. You just, you know, it's just start with a hobby and then, and it, you know, snowball from there.
2: Absolutely. And for me also, it has changed over time, like where, uh, where I define my success to be, right? So I think the fear comes from when you are looking to define success for yourself as it applies to someone else. And that's where the fear comes. And like you exactly said, for example, when I took my first uh, singing class and then it was a group class and I'm looking at all these advanced students ahead of me who are mm-hmm. younger than me. Like, it's It's right. very intimidating. Even for my first dance class, I was at the very back of the class and I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing here? Look at all these, uh, you know, all these advanced dances. I'm never going to make it. But then I realized maybe I, like you exactly like you said vivek it's not about i want to be the number one dancer in the world i want to be the number one vocalist in the world to me it came down to what can i you know give back to the community or to myself through this passion of mine and when i redefined that to be happiness like a balance of happiness and being able to live your life on earth then then it was easier that fear was like out the window and then you yeah. just take baby steps one day at a time. You do need to have a game plan. I do say that, but need to know what is your passion for yourself, not for someone else.
1: hundred percent. Dante, you 100%. had something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're talking about like getting over your fear when you're taking these classes and stuff. Um, how important to you do you think those classes are in terms of like formal training and people with experience speaking? As an aspiring artist, should I be going looking up these, these webinars and stuff like that? Like, how important is that?
2: You will have to decide for yourself. That is really the answer because you may not need those uh, formal classes, uh, you know, to be one-on-one. Maybe you'll just benefit from group classes because probably you already have some inherent skills and talent that you just need to build up on. Okay. For me, I did need those one-on-one because I found when I did tried to, first of all, try to learn on my own. Second, trying to do some, uh, you know, group sessions. It was not taking me where I wanted to be. I was kind of stalling, coming to a plateau. So for me personally, I did need them initially. And then once I took off, now I can say, okay, now I probably just need some uh, virtual sessions or just some guidance, like a mentor guiding me. So you will have to decide for yourself what is that you need probably already have the skill set and you just need a little bit of a nudge, which means maybe just networking with the right people who are in a similar game plan as yours. So look up to people who are similar uh, to your passion and they can probably guide you. Or maybe you're like me, if you're, you do need those formal classes.
0: B, what do you think? Do you think that like what you, what's your take on classes and webinars? I know you've sort of upped your game
1: yeah i mean it's it's it can be overwhelming right um because there's so many things like being an independent artist it's like you're 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 like especially when you're starting out you're the manager you're you're booking you're doing everything at once so i i think kind of like we were talking about baby steps before and like just kind of sectioning it out just be aware of all the things that you need to do and 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 see what calls you calls out to you and again, getting getting help and um, bouncing ideas off of your community, bouncing ideas off of um, mentors and and people who who are experienced and are willing to to give you some time. But yeah, it, it is it is definitely uh, it can be anyway overwhelming, right?
0: It can be, but um, totally. Yeah. So there's a couple more questions that I want to get to though. One in particular has to do with social media, and again, this is where I'm going to be picking your your brain for advice, uh, not just for Sparring artists out there, but also for ourselves, because we need some tips. You know, like we're trying yeah. to grow our band, yeah. we're trying to grow our exposure and such. Uh, so, I've learned real quick that social media is is a tool. Uh, you know, as much as it is for connecting and interacting with people, you can very much use it as a tool to to try to promote yourself. How how big has social media been to you as an artist? And and which one's your favorite platform? Which one? Where do you excel in your social media game?
2: Okay. Okay. So the screen is only this big. I'll say it's, th- it's very important to me. <laughs>
0: it's very huge,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'll tell you why as an artist, a lot of the opportunities that have come across for me to be able to get guidance from mentors, to be able to network with other artists, to be able to get gigs have actually come through social media. Uh, uh me being a physician, You know, I interact with my patients on a day-to-day basis in person. So sometimes that leaves me little room to be able to make that network. And social media is a huge platform for me for doing that. And I am on all social media platforms, but the number one platform that I uh, found has worked for me is Instagram. I find a lot more engagement for me personally on there. I think it's because we are all in an Insta age, and on Instagram, you can... As long as you know how to do your post, you can catch somebody's attention very quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, That's what I found. Like with Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, uh, you know, you can lose attention if you don't get to your audience in the first five to 10 seconds, because usually it's like a video or it's like a long post, whereas for Insta, if you uh, plan it out well, the picture, or maybe it's just a caption or a quote catches their attention and that draws your audience in faster I find like with Instagram so Instagram has worked the best for me and in terms of what I, yeah sorry
0: well I was just about to say like on your feed it's all different sorts of things right like it's not just music we see some acting we see some comedy we see some dancing we see some medical advice we see (laughs) your dog we see just all different sorts of things there um how do you plan what you're posting in you need to have a certain amount of dog pictures a week. Do
2: you see? Do you have a dog <laughs> pictures I mean. always? No, <laughs> no. Uh, that speaks to me as an artist, as a brand. So it may not speak to everybody. My brand is what I call fusion, and uh, fusion means a mix of different things. And this is part of me being the multifaceted artist. Uh, what I mean by that is, yes, I'm a vocalist, songwriter, musician, foremost, but I am also a dancer and actor and TV host and radio host. So there's a lot of other sides to me. So that's part of my brand that I'm putting out there on social media and it's interesting, I connect with different people Mm -hmm. on my different facets. And over time, I'm now unifying that group. So it's slowly changing where I'm finding that the vocalist part of me is able to get out my message more. I would love to use my passion towards, you know, a voice for change. And I'm finding that the vocalist part of me is getting it out there more. So I'm still going to have the other facets to me. The postings will still be there, but there will always be a vocalist component. So the recent posts, the more recent posts I've done have been talking more about my vocalist side, but showcasing that I do have other facets to me. So that I find like uh, it, in, it has intrigued the support, the followers I've got, because that intrigues them all. She's got a lot of different sides. But over uh, time, you will find that my social media platforms will come to a point where the vocalist will be the dominant. Mm. And using that as a voice for change through the different facets that I have.
0: See, that's the plan that we're talking about here. We need to write this sort of stuff down. I, I, <laughs> I think
1: Jody's in the back back room writing some notes. I think I saw her, oh, right, Jones? Cool.
0: Uh, <laughs> she's got some notes. Do you feel a pressure to post? Like I know that we feel it a little bit. Like if we go a few days and nothing's up there, we kind of feel it. Do you feel pressure to be posting frequently?
2: At this point of the game, no. When I initially started, I felt like, okay, I need to gain those followers. I need to post. But it's very interesting. Um, there have been periods uh, where I have not posted for a week. And then I do one powerful post. And suddenly I've gained a few followers. Uh-huh. So uh, so it is interesting. Sometimes you book. You do a powerful post. You don't necessarily need to post every single day. Sometimes in the past when I've posted every single day and they're not really meaningful, it's not impactful, then sometimes I lose followers as well because they're like probably like, okay, she's just bombarding us with some posts which have no unified theme. So yeah, I've I've experienced that in the past. So right now I don't feel the pressure because I think I have a clear vision uh, of... I mean, I would say a clearer version of what I want to do with my position as an artist. Right. So I don't feel the pressure to post because I'd rather do a quality post rather quantity post.
1: Right, and I think it depends on your community as well, right? For instance, if we're we've got like a you, if you have a talk show and you have contests and you have things going on, you have to follow a bit of a structure. So that that definitely makes sense to me um before before we get you out of here i, I wanted to ask the question that we we didn't even touch upon and, and even in our notes we didn't even bring it up but I wanted to know what are what um or who are some women in music that actually inspire you and that are um you know resonate yes. with you and
2: Number one, Queen Bee, <laughs> like Beyonce. Okay. Uh, the reason is I relate so much to her uh, in terms of uh, the goals we have as an artist is a, power for, uh, a voice for yourself. I mean, songs of hers like Freedom, Grown Woman, all those speak to me. Uh, and uh, my vision is also to be able to have people empower themselves uh, to be able to be real, go after your passions without you know, being afraid because that's where true happiness lies. And I find like Beyonce does that a lot with her songs and also with all the activities that she does. Uh, even the latest visual album that she has come out with, amazing. I mean, so she's number one for me. And I also look up to her. For her, she for me, she embodies woman empowerment. It comes down to being a person without being labeled, being put in a box, just because you're a woman, just because you're a certain age. You need to look a certain way. You need to act a certain way. And she defies all that. And I really looked up to her for that. She's Mm -hmm. one. Uh, Second is Raja Kumari. She's actually uh, becoming more well-known. She's actually a U.S. rapper with South Asian roots. Okay. She cool. always used to be behind the scenes, you know, being the songwriter, the producer, and now she's coming out with her stuff. She is powerful, man. You need to check her out. <laughs> okay. Marina, yeah. I, I love her. Uh, a few others are uh, Lady Gaga. Again, I, she embodies that. She used to do a lot of pop music. You know, almost like uh, how we kind of hide behind a mask. Yeah. And now look at her. She's come through, but she's Still so powerful, which tells you that if you put your message out the right way, it does not matter how you look. It does not matter how old you are. So I would say these are the top three for
0: me. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we're going to get you out of here in a few minutes, but uh, we just wanted to touch base on the track. We want to push some of your music. So there's a song that uh, I know that we were talking behind the scenes a little bit about. So tell us a little bit about the song and uh, we want to give you a little bit of love on it.
2: Awesome, thank you so much for helping me put my message out there. The song is called New Me, and it talks about uh, my vision as we have just spoken about. It's about uh, getting trapped in expectations. It's part of my experience growing up where you heed to others' expectations, and then you have false expectations of yourself, and then you go into this vicious cycle of just getting trapped, just trapped in a box. And I've been through that where I've then went through a phase of uh, depression, uh, overfeeding, obese, and it just went through a whole vicious cycle. And what I have gone through in my life and realizing that in the end, I am my own boss, listen to me and then things will change around, which is exactly what happened to me. So that's what the song is about. New me, let go of expectation. This is a new me, take it or leave it.
3: Beautiful. Yeah, I remember
1: that in the lyric video. I saw that. And where can people find that? Uh, we've got your we've got your Instagram linked um, at The Real Abhiti, but where else can they connect with you people that want to yes.
2: chat? Yes, so the the song is out on Spotify, which is just my name, Abhiti. Uh, yes, you can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I also respond to Facebook, which is Abhiti.
1: Okay. And
2: uh, you can check me out at YouTube, there's a lyric video out for New Me, And next month, there's a music video releasing for New Me. So, right. so, really
0: cool. so
2: you can check it out there as
0: well. Beautiful. So when we repost this uh, later on on YouTube, in the description we'll have a link there too, uh, so that people can click that to put to your video. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I wish we had more time for you. We're, we're, we're running a little bit short. Maybe we can have you back in a future episode one day, because this is a lot of fun and it seems like you have a lot of good insightful information to share with us. So we want thank to thank you, you for so joining us today. Yeah, thank thanks, you so much,
2: Dante. Thank you so much, Vivek. And thank you so much, Jodi, my woman, uh, <laughs> empowered woman behind the scenes. Yes,
0: behind every good man, there's a there's a better woman or something, right? So that's
2: <laughs> Behind every successful man, there's a strong woman. I put oh, yeah, it that way. Sure. No, <laughs> I kind Jody. of uh, paraphrased it. No,
1: definitely. We, we, we. Appreciated you spending your Sunday with us. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll catch you soon. And we'll keep we'll keep updating on on you. you we'll know? we'll get you back in. Thank, right. you Thank you so much you. for all
2: that you do. Thank you. All right. Thank
0: you. Okay. Have a great night. You too. Awesome. That was fantastic. That let's was get a in here real quick. Uh, so let's shout out one more time to Abiti for joining us. And I you, are gonna have Jody join out here. We have a couple more things that we want to bring you guys up to speed on before we head on out the door.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Here is Jody. J- hey, Jody. hey. What's up,
0: Jody, how'd you like the interview there? Oh,
3: that was awesome. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting Ibiza and seeing her perform as well. And I always knew like she had so many layers to herself and different parts. But hearing her talk about it and just how she really manages to do so many things, um, and hearing her encourage people to do that and just make time was was pretty special to see. So yeah, that was that was great.
1: Yeah, I saw you writing notes. Were you writing notes?
3: Uh, I a little bit. I was. Like, okay, I, I mean, know you. Yeah. Fired. <laughs> <I'm
1: inspired>. I thought you were good. Fired. That I know, I, you know, you're so awesome for that. Like you, you, always are taking notes and always absorbing things. So we really appreciate you. For people that don't know, uh, Jody is part of our humble and hungry team, the humblest team as well. And she she does a lot, all the creative design design work. So you you might not see her. She recently has been on camera um, doing the questions of the week. So we're trying to incorporate her a little bit more. She is like a Viti, uh, a, a woman of multiple talents. You know, she's a musician. She's an artist, uh, a graphic artist and uh, a healer, an energy healer as well. Uh, So So she's ambidextrous. No, No. I don't know, know. but she's she's also very special to us too. So um, Joe, while while you're here and we asked Abiti um, just quickly because we don't have too, too much time, but what are some uh, women that uh, impact you and inspire you in the music industry?
3: Uh, so, so many really. Um, but today I was, and everybody you guys have talked about as well. Like Mm -hmm. I love everybody. Um, today I was trying to remember the name of this woman. And then finally I started Googling it and it came back to me and I wanted to mention her, um, because I don't know how many people have heard about her, but Rosetta Tharp, uh, was like a queer black woman in the forties who was like playing before like Elvis and little Richie and Johnny Cash. So, I thought she's an important person to mention because talking about people paving the way, like to like rock and roll and like soul. So yeah. And I was listening to her a little bit earlier. Um, and then some more contemporary musicians would be like Alicia Keys, Lady Gaga. Um, yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome selections, Jody, for sure. And, uh, the other reason that Jody is here is because we have a contest to announce.
0: Contest, time to announce a winner!
1: Yeah, I hope the winner's watching. I don't think they they might not be, but... We don't know
0: know who the Later date, a later date for sure they'll be watching. It's good to be recorded, right, so... Thanks for everybody that participated. This is our first shot at a contest here. So, Jones, I know you got a bunch of names in the hat. Uh, Do you want to show us what what they're winning here?
3: So, we have in here um, some Humble and Hungry merch. The first yeah. of its kind, really, uh, aside from some buttons. So it's a tank top.
1: Nice, very beautiful. This happened by jo- Jody. Yep.
3: Black medium tank top, um, and it says "Humble and Hungry." It's nice and bright colors for summer.
1: Beautiful. So
3: this is what we're giving away. Awesome. Yeah. And the winner.
1: Is Ooh, the it's top. in a hat. We've got, we've got a number of people in there. That's good. Yep. <laughs>
3: So okay. The winner is Drumroll. Um, Ed Stingle. Ed Stingle.
1: <laughs> awesome. Ed, he's part of the humble and hungry Facebook group. So. Oh, beautiful. So the, Ed,
3: this is for you.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I will definitely uh, you know announce that on well, we're announcing it now, but I'll do it in written form as well. So thank you, Jody, and thank you, Ed. Um
0: Thank you, everybody that participated there. We're looking to have more of these things in the future, and I know we're just quickly wrapping up. But there's one big thing that we want to push now is that we have a contest, and either a contest or a charity, we're still trying to workshop it. but it all has to do with my man V there. Oh yeah, yeah. Put it yeah. below. Can you put it up below?
1: Oh yeah. Sorry, so Jody, I'm gonna have to say peace to you so I all can right. put this up. Right. Thank peace you for joining Jones. us. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Bye, Jodes. Bye. And so he wants to see it. What I do we have? See it.
0: Let's see it. Bo! Bo! <laughs> Bo, I guess it's
1: official now. I've been toying with the idea for like a week and a half so that just people can see my long hair. Yeah,
0: long he's, got, hair he's got the long in hair
1: form right now. Wow. So um, he's gonna
0: make a big step here and he's gonna shave his head. Now we might do this in the form of a contest. We wanna maybe think about doing some sort of charity incorporation. We're just workshopping some ideas, so stay tuned for that. But we need you guys to get involved with this. Don't let yeah. me do this for no reason. We need you guys to get involved with this, so please, we encourage that strongly this week.
1: On top, on top of you know, hopefully, I think my hair is really long. It's like down to here. It's like definitely able to be donated to uh, cancer patients. Uh, so I'm going to do that for sure. Yeah. So that's one thing, and then um, the the you know maybe we double down on
0: the cancer um, maybe support. Maybe we send the winner, we send the winner like a lock of your hair or something like that.
1: Well, I don't know if people want it. Like, trust me, it's not. Well, I'll definitely have to, like, you know, properly treat it. But what we'll, we'll do is, uh, we'll definitely we'll entertain some ideas on how how to um, get a charitable cause. One one thought that crossed my mind was the Unison Fund supporting uh, musicians in this, especially in this COVID time. A lot of artists and like the music community hasn't had, um, you know, the support. But you know, there's other there's other ideas and our humblest team and the humble and hungry team will uh brainstorm some ideas if if you guys have some ideas if our listeners have some ideas drop them in the chat yeah. and uh this is going to be probably transpiring over
0: a couple weeks
1: right okay. so you yeah know.
0: so stay tuned we're going to have more, more posts about that in the coming weeks Next week we got another big show. It's going to be '80s theme next week, and our favorite, more, our favorite '80s. More importantly, we got a new track being debuted by my man here, so that's exciting times too. Yeah, tons, tons of
1: exciting times, and uh, yeah, we're just trying to keep the the, the content fresh, right? You know, this week was uh, Women in Music Who Empower. Next week is 80s. And, and we're going to try and bring some more guests. We're in t- talks to have some really great guests and really good people to, to give some more uh, content and valuable information to our listeners.
0: Beautiful. Well, on that note, let's take our leave. We hope everyone out there enjoys your Sunday afternoon. What's the rest, rest of it? Thank you very much for joining us here on The Humble List. Stay tuned for all of our updates on social media and all of our posts. Thank you to Abiti. Thank you to Jody. Thank you to my man V for being with me all the time. Thank you, so much. And uh, we'll see you all next week.
1: Yes. And don't forget to check out those artists that we, uh, that we listed. And, you know, of course, check out Abiti. And, yeah, have a great Sunday, y'all. We'll
0: see you soon. Peace. All right,
1: peace.